Happy holidays, everybody. This is the final episode of Funeral Bossing Podcast for the year 2020. This has been, to say the least, one of the craziest years I think all of us have ever experienced. Um, who would have thought we would have a worldwide pandemic hit us? Um, the death rate would spike through the roof and we would have a shortage of PPE. I can't tell you how how interesting it was to just kind of sit back and watch all of the different reactions, all of the different opinions, and just to kind of see how serious things turned for everyone toward the end of the year. I remember in the beginning of the year, it was early March, kind of putting a filler out there. I posted a video on my Instagram just saying, how are you guys doing where you're located? Um, are you guys, you know, seeing the effects of COVID? Are you dealing with the pandemic? And it was literally probably not a big deal for a lot of people. They were like, no, we're not seeing anything yet. And I want to say about a couple months later, boom, no matter where you were located, you were affected by what was going on in this world. So I am happy to be rid of this year. I don't know about you guys. I think 2021 is going to bring us so much more uh, to look forward to a brighter year. Hopefully everybody gets some rest that they deserve. And, you know, I really want to encourage you guys to take a vacation day when you can. <laughs> I, know, I know that sounds impossible possible but you need to make sure you take care of yourself everybody in this profession works their butts off and that's that's being modest you guys really really work hard so uh, hats off to you guys thank you for your continued support uh, for funeral boss inc this year Though it's been a trying year for everyone, um, as the company, I, I was very proud to be able to uh, kind of bring the brand to the next level. Uh, we accomplished a lot. Uh, one thing that we did this year was we launched the Brand Ambassador Program. And to my surprise, it was just so overwhelming to see how many people really believed in my idea and what I was doing and my goals. And I was blessed to be able to connect with over 25 women in the profession who wanted to represent the brand and we have a daily chat that we just kind of keep each other sane with and I just could not uh, thank them enough for the daily laughs they bring me and um if you guys haven't networked with anyone in this profession, I would really encourage you to create a community, right? I, I have products on the site called Death Care Sorority because that's really what we are. You know, I I can't tell you how much encouragement and just support you can get from someone who is in your shoes, right? Or somebody who's been doing what you are going to be doing or who is a veteran that could give you advice, you know, and um, or if you're kind of questioning, am I doing this right? Or my skills aren't where they're supposed to. Do you guys have advice? Like no one could really have your back better than somebody in this profession. So um, I've been blessed to be connected with these amazing, amazing women. Um, I'm creating a page to be able to post all of them on there. So you guys have visibility of who they are because there's just so many and they're awesome. So I want you guys to be able to connect with them as well. Um, we 
hit the ground running with our nonprofit. My gosh, nonprofit foundation. It was on my goal list. We made it happen. And um, it's the Funeral Boss nonprofit. We've been able to help now about 17 individuals uh, with, you know, school books, um, a couple courses that they wanted to take. And we've also been able to help families with our angel fund. So uh, looking forward to 2021, helping more people in the new year. Um, and we also, I want to thank, um, um, you know, Don Frigid. You guys know him on Instagram as Don Frigid, Nelson Sanchez. He helped us with our first official fundraiser for the nonprofit. And we raised almost $2,000 um, with people just seeing our goal and, and believing in it. So thank you guys for that. And uh, in the new year, we'll have more fundraisers to keep the, the nonprofit going strong and uh, looking forward to connecting with people who need us. Um, another accomplishment that I was so excited about was uh, we hit over 11,000 followers on our social media, which is a huge deal. You know, having to monitor social media account is a lot of work. You know, it really is. And uh, but you know what? I, there's no complaints to it. It's so much fun. I love being able to put funny things on there for you guys, um, sharing the latest products, kind of showing you what's hot right now, what people are really liking on the site. But most importantly, just you know, chatting with you guys. I love getting the DMs where people are like, what about this? Or I had an idea or this is what I dealt with today. And I, I, you guys bring so much joy to my life. So thank you for your continued social media support. We're looking forward to growing more. Um, my end goal is I want to hit 20,000 followers and I think that could be a big reality for us. So uh, when I hit that accomplishment, it's going to be a big deal. Um, and the podcast, my God, we developed the podcast. Um, and now I, I always check, you know, weekly you get your updated kind of uh, stats on, okay, this is where you're at. This is what your demographics look like. This is who's listening. This is um, how many people listen. And over 80% of our listenership is women. So that empowers me. That gives me the kudos like hey you know what we're supporting each other I'm glad you guys can listen along and enjoy what I have to bring to the table so uh, in the new year I look forward to having some great guests on um, bringing some other topics to the table and that's good I'm going to strive to have uh, families on in the new year to share their experiences um with just you know when they've lost somebody and what they felt could have done been done better for them or uh, what they appreciated because you know hearing a family's point of view is so important and I think there's things that they can teach us so a uh, couple things to look forward to in the new year with the podcast and uh, one thing that I was really 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 <laughs> excited about was um, I'm going to be featured in American Funeral Director Magazine in the new year so um, I did an article with them provided some pictures let's see where I place in it all but I thought that was the coolest thing to be able to share the story of how Funeral Bossing got started a little bit about me personally my personal life and um, just again thank you guys thank you so this episode is going to be dedicated to talking about uh, the worst and the best gifts 
we ever received in this profession. So I have two stories that automatically stuck out. I thought they were hilarious. I wanted to kind of share them with you guys. And uh, I have posted the other day on social media to say, hey guys, what were the best and the worst gifts that you received? So I'm gonna read you guys some of the responses. Some of them were pretty funny. So when I posted that, I got somebody who said, oh, you know what? Gift cards are always the best. I agree. They're the coolest. Getting a nice little envelope with a gift card or maybe a tip, right? It was cool. Um, somebody put, the best gift um, I received was makeup for my mortuary makeup case. That's very thoughtful. Very nice. Um, one person says, I think the worst gifts I can get are meat and cheese baskets. <laughs> I like meat and cheese baskets. What the heck? <laughs> uh, let's see. One lady said, Said, I got socks and um, I also got some socks from my boyfriend that was kind of funny uh, let's see here one person said that they received a Victoria's Secret gift card that's funny oh my gosh um, one person was gifted deodorant <laughs> oh no where they try to tell you something oh no <laughs> let's see here uh one person put the worst i received dead flowers the best i received a personalized item uh so that was nice yeah anything personal is always really really sweet um another person said best gift i ever got was a 120 dollars tip from a family just for doing a graveside service that's really cool um it's yeah got a mix of different different scenarios here but um well i got i think kind of reading some of these out loud it's it's kind of funny you guys i think are going to get a kick out of these two stories i'm going to share so let's end the year with a couple laughs with these next two stories so the first one let's talk about the worst gift i ever received so i had a little sweet old lady pass away and you know anytime i see somebody who's elderly you know about 80 years older i just think oh sweet little old lady right you know and uh, you expect to have um to do the little granny perm right when you're doing their hair they all have the same little haircut <laughs> and paint their nails do their makeup but when I remember seeing uh, this person's name, I thought, oh, in her age, I put her name up on the board and I called the next of kin to schedule an appointment. So the next of kin ended up being her son, the only son, no other family in the picture. So called him, you know, nothing kind of red flaggy about him. It was very generic, setting an appointment. Uh, he comes in and um, she didn't have a pre-need and um, we just kind of started discussing the options so right off the bat just meeting him I was like "Ooh, you know he kind of he was a little creepy right very very skinny little man he had a pimp cane <laughs> I call it a pimp cane because it was just he didn't need it he just used it to walk like he was just the hot thing you know and um, this is where it kind of made me feel like this guy's creep is we're sitting there making arrangements on this table that we had in the arrangement conference. And I had my hand on the table as I'm writing with the other. And then he puts his hand on my hand. And I just moved my hand away like, oh, what the heck? You know, so I looked up and he's just smiling at me. And this is the grossest part. He had tiny little rotten teeth. So like every, every tooth was like a little skinny little rotten tooth. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot get this guy out of here soon enough, right? So I remember telling him, sir, you know, I'm sorry, but 
I, you need to be professional here. I'm trying to get you through these arrangements for your mother and we'll get you out of here so you can be home and resting. And he's kind of just was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he kind of put his hand down. But I thought, ew, you know? So anyway, he arranges for a simple direct cremation. Okay, cool, whatever. Poor little lady, direct cremation. So um, I write everything down. I give him the total and he says, okay, I'll be back tomorrow to pay. So I said, okay, thank you very much. So he leaves, I go back, and then my coworkers are looking at me like, what's wrong? And I just shared like, ooh, like, you know, he had skinny little rotten teeth, and then he tried to hold my hand, and they're just teasing me after that. Next day comes, he comes back in, and I remember seeing him because I noticed a little pimp cane he's walking with, and I told my coworker, please, please, please go up there and just see what he needs. You know, I just don't want to deal with him again. He just made me uncomfortable. So my male coworker says, okay, I'll go up there. And I noticed in the camera, you can see him holding this huge box. So I thought, oh, he probably is bringing stuff for his mom. So I see him, you know, hand the box over to my coworker and then the guy leaves. So I'm like, what? Okay, what the, I thought he was going to take care of the payment. So my coworker is walking back down the hall. He's looking at me and he has the biggest smile on his face and he's laughing. And I thought, what? And he said, well, he didn't come in to pay. He wanted to bring you a present. He said, please give this to her and let her know I would love to see her in it. And I thought, ew, <laughs> where is this going? So... I get the and it's and the thing is it was a beautiful gold box. It was like kind of like that foil looking, like real shiny. So I'm like, oh. so I put the box down and it's huge, guys. This is a huge gold box. I lift up the lid and it's a fur coat. Yeah, a fur coat. And I this is what I thought this jerk is giving me his mom's fur coat because I knew it was like a vintage kind of thing because she's an older woman right she's in her 80s she passed away and one thing with like older clothes that I always kind of appreciated is they the tags are different the way they would put the tags on the clothes it'd be like a a metal little pin with like a paper um it was kind of like an ivory color kind of tag, right? So that's when I was like, this was the mother's and he's here trying to gift me her fur coat. And I I, I was the laughing stock of the office. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't blame them, but it was just, it was freaking hilarious. I thought this crazy man, here he is. I remember how many other fur coats did he give away, right? So, so this is where the part that's sad. So, um, uh, you know, a week passes by and he never comes back to pay. So I remember thinking, gosh, you know what? Let me call this guy. I'm going to have to get a hold of him and see what's going on. Because by this time, we already had the death certificate signed. Cremation was ready to be scheduled and we were ready to take the mom. But, you know, we required the payment in full. So we're calling him and calling him. He's not answering. Um, I remember thinking, you know, what can we do? And we sent him a, a letter, certified mail, just saying, you know, it's been so many days. Uh, we need to hear from you. We, we need to make sure that the balance is settled so we can take care of mom's cremation. And then about two weeks later, we received the letter back saying unclaimed. Nobody signed for it. 
so now we're kind of like oh i hope this creepy guy is okay you know so i remember my boss and i getting into the the, the van the, the funeral home van and we drove drove over to his house because he lived about maybe about three miles up not too far so we go to the house and the house looks like it's abandoned like all of the weeds were outgrown it's dark you see a bunch of piles of newspapers and i thought where is this man you know so i remember us going and and we were gonna go knock on the window but there was nobody there you can see like through the window that house is completely empty so my boss um and i were like okay where is this guy so we start walking back to the van and somebody um a neighbor seen us and she said oh hi where do you guys you know who you're looking for and we said well we were looking for mr so-and-so and she's like oh well he's in jail and we looked at each other and said oh okay and she said yeah his mom passed away she was the sweetest lady she was my neighbor for over 40 years and he brought nothing but misery to his poor mother and uh, he was always into drugs and problems and she goes i just remember seeing him a couple weeks get busted the cops came and got him and um that's it no one else they don't have anyone else in that family it was just them two and i thought oh my gosh so what we had to do was at this point we had to contact um the county to let them know you know the next of kin is incarcerated um there's nobody to take care of the expenses for her and uh, they did like a little investigation on their side and um they ended up saying yeah okay yeah she doesn't have anybody else just bring her down to the county morgue so what I did is I made sure that I knew that was her coat. I went and I wrapped her in her fur coat because I thought this poor lady, this is how she's gonna have to go out being cremated by the county morgue and who knows what's gonna happen to her ashes because if he's in jail, who's gonna pick him up, right? So I just remember thinking, let her go out in some class, you know, if she, she obviously was, um, you know, a little hot thing back in the day wearing fur coat. So I'm going to let her go with her own fur coat. So I remember wrapping her in it and we took her to the morgue and we never heard from the sun. And I was there an additional probably seven years after that and never once did he call or come by. Um, I don't know if the guy's still in prison to this day. I don't know what the heck he did, but the worst gift I ever got was a fur coat that belonged to the deceased. And (laughs) can you guys stop that? If you can, please let me know. I would love to hear your story. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Now let's finish with the best gift I ever got. So I remember it so we worked of course weekends right weekends come with the territory you like it or not it's something that comes with the job so uh when we were i would work sundays we would start a little later so we do like a 10 to 4 o'clock shift so i get a call about 7 30 in the morning from our answering service saying hi we have somebody who's outside the funeral home and i said okay well at 7 30 i am doing at 10 a.m and they said well they said that it's urgent and that they're a high profile client and someone needs to get down there so i said i'm sorry i don't and i don't i don't have any scheduled appointments they're gonna have to wait till i go in at 10. so they said okay well we'll relay that so they call back about 30 minutes later saying no they're saying somebody better get down there so i'm like 
Oh my gosh. So here I am. I get up, take a shower, kind of rush to get dressed and ready. And I'm just like, I got to go to work early, guys. Bye, you know, to the family. And I get there and I pull up and I just see a row of black SUVs with like the tinted windows where you can't see in. So I'm thinking, my gosh, who the heck is this? So we had this little tiny gate with like a stop sign in the middle and we, I'd had to undo the latch and I'd had to move the chain and then I had to pick up the post and drag it to the other side and put it in the little hole thing to hold the stop sign. And then as soon as I moved that, all four SUVs started and they drive in the parking lot and I'm just like, oh, who the heck is this? Who am I, what am I stepping into here? So. I go to the back, around the back, I unlock, take the security code off, and then I head to the front office to unlock the door. So as soon as I open the door, it's an, a lady, very, very high energy. You could tell she was very like aggressive in her role. And she says, hello, yes, I, I am here representing so-and-so. And she tells me a name and the name didn't ring a bell to me. And she said, I don't know if you know who this is, but she is the wife of a very, very important man. So then she tells me the man's name. And I said, oh, okay. And well, she was a big deal. <laughs> so, so it ended up being the owner of this multi-million dollar industry that it was his wife who was there. And her sister had passed away. She actually had committed suicide. And who would have, they were from this little town you know she now lived in another state had this millionaire lifestyle but her sister was just a valley girl you know and um she passed away at home in their, their family home in the small city next to where i worked so they came in on a sunday and i just remember the assistant telling me over and over and over money is no object here so you need to make sure you do what's everything in your power to get things done and i would say okay ma'am boy i understand you know i always do my best to make sure we make your request happen but there are certain things that are out of my control there's third parties that we rely on to help us with certain things so she says well it doesn't matter we have cars we have trucks we send people wherever we need to so if you need us to go pick something up let me know i will send a driver right away and i'm just you know okay you know so they came in we made the arrangements and this is what they wanted so it's a sunday they wanted a viewing monday they wanted a mass on tuesday and they wanted her cremated tuesday and they wanted her urn wednesday morning and at this time the sisters at the coroner i have no clue what the status of her case was i don't even know if she was ready for pickup i had no clue i wouldn't know until monday morning so I'm just like, oh my God, I hope this works out because they were intense. My gosh, they were intense. So I write everything down. They pick everything out and they spend about $25,000 on the service. And this is a cremation service. So they picked everything top of the line. The casket, they ended up having her in like this cherry wood casket. Um, just all over the top they had the beautiful service plan at the old mission across the way and this is just with us with just the funeral home they spent 25000 on top of that they had arranged for a florist which is the florist that does all of the flower arrangements for like the Oscars and the Emmys like you guys see when they're on the red carpet and you see these humongous pieces behind the celebrities well they hired that florist to come in and take care of everything so 
Monday comes along, I call the coroner and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like literally shaking my leg up and down like, okay, come on, please, please, please say she's ready. She was ready. So I thought, okay, so we send our drivers to go pick her up. We bring the sister into our care. The embalmer gets her ready. I do her cosmetics, her hair. We set up the chapel. The sister, I call her to let her know her sister's ready. The assistant's like, okay, we're on our way. We're heading right over. So I'm expecting like the whole family to show up. No, it was just the, the high profile wife that walks in. She has these big glasses on. She walks in the chapel. And just picture this, guys. It's like we have a long hallway. Then there's a casket up at the front. And the flowers in the chapel, it looked like a fantasy. Like they were on these huge boulders on each side of the casket. They were overflowing. They had put flowers in every single aisle of the pews. It was absolutely beautiful. So she walks in. She looks at her sister. She spends no more than 10 minutes and she leaves. And she says, thank you, I'll see you tomorrow. And I just remember looking at my coworker like, oh my God, we did all this running around, all this stress came. And she stood here for less than 10 minutes. But hey, you know what? Whatever, we did our part, we made it happen. Next day is the mass. We arrived to the church and they had it. The florist that they had hired had made this humongous casket spray that was the size of the casket. It was huge, right? So we arrived with it on because we're thinking, okay, we're probably going to want to at least show this as we're walking up to the church. We'll take it off and then we'll put the pall on top of the casket. Well, we get there and the high profile wife sees us and she says, what is that doing on her casket? And I just remember thinking, oh oh my God, what did did I do here? I messed up here. And she says, get that off. Those are old flowers. We brought a new one. The florist is bringing a new one. And I thought, okay, all right. So here me and my assistant, this thing's like twice our size. We're dragging it and we put it aside. And sure enough, the florist shows up, brings a bigger, fresher casket spray that covers a whole dang casket. It's on top of it for literally five minutes. And then we move it aside and that was it. it was trash after that so we walk into the church and they had arranged for uh, flat screen tvs to be placed in every single row of the church and they even had air conditioning installed for the day to the, the church and they took it out after so i remember um and at this point this is how crazy it is i'm still chasing them to get the payment because the amount was like almost is to, at this point it's twenty five thousand. So the assistant sees me and she's like, "Oh my gosh, yes, we got to settle this." Gotta, so she hands me a check for thirty thousand dollars, and I said, "Oh, it's only it's only twenty five so and so." And she's like, "It doesn't matter. Keep the rest. We want you to have the rest." And I was like, "Oh, I I don't think my boss will will let me keep this." And she's like, "If he has a problem, then let him contact me. But we want you to have the rest. Thank you for everything." And she walks away, and I was like what the hell like they really want to give me almost five thousand dollars so i go back to the funeral home after the service is set in and and i tell my boss um hey so they said that i they want me to keep the rest and he's like huh okay sure yeah i'm gonna refund you the difference and i said okay well that's what they said and he's like no so he calls his boss and so um our vice president at the time he said you know um let's do this we'll send them a letter saying you know we thank them for their generosity but because of the way accounting is set up we can't 
refund you directly, but if they wish to give you this gift, we'll provide an envelope where they can send it to you directly. So I'm thinking, man, I'm all pouting because I thought there's no way they're going to send it again. They just lost somebody. They're going to be grieving. They're going to be busy. I can't imagine how intense their life is outside of this because I saw a small glimpse of it. So anyway, I thought, oh, well, I've almost gained a couple grand there. So a few weeks pass. I get a letter in the mail and it was the check for the difference from the family. So they gave me almost a $5,000 tip, you guys. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, I feel like I probably earned every single dollar with all the stress that came with that service. But never again did I receive a tip that big. Uh, I thought it was one for the books to share. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed these two stories. So worst gift I ever got, fur coat. <laughs> Best gift, almost $5,000. Well, you guys, enjoy the rest of your holiday season. I wish you all the most amazing new year. Happy new year to you guys. 2021 is going to be our year. And thank you guys for supporting our podcast and for everything that you guys have supported us with Funeral Boss Inc. I wish you all the well. We love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.